welcome to worship at Edmonds United Methodist Church. No matter where you are on life's journey, no matter what you believe or doubt, no matter how much or how little you have, no matter your race, gender, or immigration status, and no matter whom you love, you are beloved, belong, and are welcome. We say these words every Sunday to remind ourselves that even though the world sometimes places limits on belovedness or worth, God, God doesn't. doesn't. So friends, welcome. Good morning, church. Happy Pride Sunday! <laughs> we are really delighted to join in person and online for uh, this wonderful celebration of love in the life of the church. And today, uh, we invite you, if you're joining us online or in person, to connect with us. Oh, I didn't even introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Ann Jacobs. <laughs> and my name is Donna Pritchard. And, and we are happy to have you here today. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I went right in. Um, and so uh, we invite you to connect with us through our Connect card. It's a QR code. Did we fix it? I don't know that we Shoot. did. Shoot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> don't bother. Don't worry. We see you. We love you. We know you're here. And if you have a prayer request, please talk to us. If you're in the room, talk to us after worship or send us an email. Yes. Because we would like to hold those things in prayer for you. Yeah, for those of you in the sanctuary, would you mind greeting our friends online and just waving at them and saying, hello? We are so delighted to join you, however near or far you are, um, and uh, know that you are beloved by God. Today we are uh, celebrating a few things. We have communion, and we'll have a blessing, and we'll have a baptism. And so we are attempting to keep the service to an hour, but forgive us for when we go a little slightly <laughs> over. Um, but if you're joining us online, we invite you to prepare elements, bread, juice, um, what you have available in your pantry or kitchen uh, so that you may join us later in the liturgy. Friends, we invite you to rise in body or in spirit for our call to worship. Blessed are the wanderers seeking affirmation. Blessed are the worshipers praying from closets, pulpits, pews, and hardship. Blessed are the lovers of leaving, leaving family and familiarity, leaving tables where love is not being served. Blessed are those who stay. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the queer disciples of truth, living, breathing, sacred reflections of divine love. This, this day and always, may we delight in your blessing, O strange one, fabulous one, fluid and ever becoming one. Friends, as we gather on the ancestral lands of the Coast Salish people, I invite us to reconcile our hearts towards God and one another through the passing of the peace. In our Christian tradition, uh, that is a gesture from our heart or a fist bump or a hug, what may feel comfortable to you and your neighbor as we offer the peace of Christ be with you. The peace of Christ be with all of you. And also with you. Peace, peace be with you. I am overheating. <laughs> oh dear. 
peace be with you. Yeah, you know, just for the day. Oh, (laughs) really? I don't know. (laughs) They they seem to, you know.
may be seated, friends. Today for our children's moment, we are doing a, something a little different and uh, offering an anointing, a blessing. And we will invite four of our kids forward to help us with it at the appropriate time. I've solicited two, so there are two spots open for any children out there who might want to join. You can think about it while we read this part. Um, but we have a brief little introduction to our anointing liturgy, and then we will invite you at the direction of the ushers or as you feel led to come forward for a blessing. Friends, as a sign of our universal belovedness, we invite you to participate in an act of anointing. Anointing has been done biblically on different occasions as a sign of protection, healing, and blessing. It has been used for the sick, as a sign of hospitality, and even to announce kings and the Messiah. In the Christian tradition, many Christians believe in an, an anointing by the Holy Spirit. All of these different interpretations of this ancient practice have one thing in common. They convey to the anointed that they are beloved, valuable, and known by God. So you are invited to come up to one of the four stations to receive an anointing. We recognize that the church has not always blessed everyone. And at times, spiritual harm has been the way in which people have experienced their faith. And so as you come forward to receive an anointing this morning, know this, you are anointed in the name of God, the creator, liberator, and sustainer. May the mark on your forehead remind you that you are God's beloved child, not because of what you do or who you are, but because of God's unwavering grace. May the mark on your forehead remind you that God will be with you no matter where you go, and you shall never be alone. And may the mark on your forehead remind you that anointing leads to service. Like priests and prophets, you are called to serve the people of God. You are called to love one another, to do justice, and walk humbly with your God. So I have invited Ethan and Enzo to come forward, and may we have two more children to give directions to. Come on up. Come on up, Langley, I see you. Yes, Matthias, for the win. Good job. So Matthias, Ethan, Enzo, and Langley are going to mark the cross on your forehead with some oil. It's olive oil so that it's hypoallergenic for all folks. And uh, we invite you as you're led to come forward and receive a blessing at one of these four stations. Thank you. 
For the youngest among us, Deacon Aaron will be spending time in Sunday school with you in the library, and so she will be leading you that way during the next few moments if you want to find her in the back of the sanctuary or meet her in the aisle.
Our scripture passage for today comes from the last chapter in the Gospel according to Matthew. It is a passage that directly follows the resurrection account in which Matthew ends with the words from Jesus. Interestingly, this last chapter and the last few words are not a report about the disciples or a comment by the narrator or even an expectation of the coming of the Holy Spirit. Rather, it is Jesus's voice, Jesus's commission, and his promise to have his presence be with us forever. Jesus's words move the narrative into a future filled with the good news of the kingdom, a future not only for the disciples in the text, but for each one of us today. Friends, let us listen as Nora offers the scripture. Good morning, all of you lovely people. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Nora Carlson. Please rise in whatever ways are meaningful to you for the reading of the scripture. The scripture lesson today is a reading from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20 in the common English Bible version. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Jesus came near and spoke to them. I've received all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. Look, I myself will be with you every day until the end of this present age for the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. And please join in the singing of the hymn of preparation.
seated. Friends, let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. On this first Sunday of Pride Month, this worship service is a way for us to be public, intentional, and explicit with our affirmation, love, solidarity, witness, and service to and with the LGBTQIA community. And today, given the parameters of our Lots of Liturgy Sunday, I want to offer a very brief sermon on our shared lament, solidarity, and hope for the future. And often, I find that music helps us navigate trying and sometimes challenging times. And so woven through this sermon is a spiritual encouraging us to shine. Shine, shine, shine. Shine, oh my Lord. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. It may be you or it may be me. Maybe your brother or your sister too. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Lament. I don't sing often, but when I do, it's often at the bedside of someone. Over the last four years serving with you, one of the things I have learned about most people that come to this community and almost all who choose this place to call home is that they have a strong commitment to inclusion. They have a strong commitment to solidarity with those on the margins. You either belong to the LGBTQIA community or you are an ally. The large majority of you, from stories you have shared with me, have a lesbian daughter, a trans grandkid, a gay son, a queer sibling or friend or colleague. Some way in which you find yourself proximate to the ways in which LGBTQ folks across various decades have been harmed. And this year alone, there are 491 laws, bills across this country, in houses of representatives and senates across this country that are seeking to discriminate against LGBTQIA folk. And now the Church Universal has not always sided with love, and Edmonds UMC, sadly for most of its history, joins the larger church in the ways in which we did not explicitly welcome or include folks from the LGBTQ community. And I, for one, lament the ways in which this congregation harmed people during that time in our history. And I will say on behalf of the church that I apologize 
to the people who have felt exclusion and hate and harm, spiritual harm, because of the church's silence. And I also apologize for the people living and past who experienced harm through the church's actions explicitly. So let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine, oh my Lord. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. It may be near or it may be far. By morning sun or the evening star, there might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Through the work of beloved saints over many, many, many years, Edmonds UMC became a reconciling church on June 2nd of 2015. This church chose to be a place where people could call home, where people could be seen and loved and known. Last week, we celebrated eight years on Friday of being a reconciling church. Now, when I first arrived at Edmonds UMC, a former staff member encouragingly with good intention suggested that I not come out to the congregation. After all, the church had only been a reconciling church for four years, and it wasn't clear if the church would be ready. Yet, when those of you who were grandparents asked me, how do I navigate a conversation with my grandkid when their pronouns aren't exactly what I thought they would be? Or when those of you who are parents and siblings talk to me about the harm that your kid or your sibling was experiencing? Or when those of you shared your authentic selves with me? I realized very quickly that not sharing my authentic self wasn't serving anyone. Church, God loves you. God loves each and every one of you and wants you to shine. Wants you to shine with your full self and whatever the barrier is that has prevented you from knowing that fact, I hope you hear it today that you are beloved and holy and whole. It is not lost on me that as the first openly queer pastor to serve this congregation, and in particular being a brown woman, millennial, openly queer pastor, <laughs> that the opportunities for connection and healing over these last four years have been really robust. You all have loved me. You have invited me into your homes and shared a meal and played rummy cube with me. You have borne witness to love. In times of woe or in times of joy, don't you ever let your lamp burn low, cause there won't might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. So let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine, oh my Lord. There might be someone down in the valley 
trying to get home. Fundamentally, the church is a school of love. At its core, Jesus taught us how to love, love ourselves, and love one another. Jesus invited us into the practice of loving even when we didn't understand how or why. Our love, friends, cannot be anemic. It has to be concerned with the liberation of all people. The great poet and theologian Audre Lorde once shared that I am not free if anyone else is unfree, even if their shackles are very different than my own. Church, what I know about you that I want to reflect back to you is that you are a people in a space that provides liberation and freedom to people. When parents have thrown their queer kids out of their homes, you have given them a home. When parents refuse to walk their kids down the aisle, you have walked them down the aisle. When grandparents cut off connection from their queer adults, you have been the space in the gap. You are chosen family. Jesus invites us to go and preach the good news that every person is a child of God. Go, Jesus says. Go and be good troublemakers who shake down the system so that no person has shackles on them. Go and be chosen family to those people, affirming them of the goodness inherent within them. So all young people will know that it does get better. Go and be intentional accomplices subverting practices that harm to specifically side with love. Go and teach the people in the streets that that brown refugee child of God commands us to love self and love one another. Go and let your little light shine, Jesus says, for there might be someone trying to get home. Shine, shine, shine. Shine, oh my Lord. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Shine, shine, shine. Shine, oh my Lord. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Let your light shine, beloved church for someone might see it and know that they can shine too. Amen.
Let us pray. We come with gratitude, holy mystery, for all the ways you are known to us and for all the ways you confound our comprehension. We give thanks to you, gender-bending God, who is both mother and father and still between and beyond all our categories of understanding. We celebrate the queerness of spirit that beckons us out to new horizons of hope and fuller communion with your being. We give thanks for all the ways that love finds us. And as we celebrate, keep within us the memory that pride is also protest, a prophetic witness to the struggle of lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, asexual, and every non-conforming ancestor who has gone before us. We remember today that joy and love dancing are courageous acts of sacred resistance, a testament to the goodness of your creation. With gratitude, we call to mind the faces of all the holy trailblazers in our own lives and in our larger story, who fought and suffered much, who modeled wisdom and compassion to show us how wide and inclusive love's welcome is. We hold these people in our hearts. Bless and keep also the saints among us now, those still using their gifts to speak out in myriad ways and show us the continuing revelation of beloved kingdom. This morning we remember especially those for whom living authentically has meant loss and grief. We remember those struggling to come out to themselves or their loved ones. We remember those who have been cast aside by family and friends, those abused and silenced, and all lives cut short by shame, stigma, and prejudice. We pray for those who have been murdered or assaulted or have engaged in self-harm or have died by suicide because they have been misgendered or misaligned or mismanaged or miscared for because they were gay or queer or trans or otherwise, they dared to live outside the suffocation of loveless power. You, O oh Christ, have lived their life, died their death, and you are the first fruit of their resurrection. We also pray for those who are torn asunder by tradition, who grew up never knowing there was something besides male and female. We pray for the uncertain, the uncomfortable, those who want to go slower, those who do not want to be seen as judgmental. You, O oh Christ, have lived their life, died their death, and you are the first fruit of their resurrection. Forgive us, O oh God, when we let fear shrink our hearts and we try to place limits on your boundless love. May we keep striving to make a world where all people know dignity and can enjoy a life of love and health and equal rights. We pray that this remembering will strengthen our commitment to create sanctuary and deep welcome for those who have been marginalized. May our worship increase our awareness of grace, 
that we might give and receive it more freely with one another and with all those whom we encounter. May our worship reveal the work that is ours to do. We offer this prayer with Jesus, our sibling, our guide to your inclusive love, our reconciler and redeemer of hope. Amen. Beloved ones, I invite us now into a time of giving. We'll pass the plate in the sanctuary, and you, if you are at home, may give at our website, edmundsumc.org give, or anyone may mail checks to the church at 828 Casper Street, Edmonds, Washington, 98020. Let us give with generous hearts, as God has been so generous to us.
In so many ways, we are taught that we must be self-reliant, independent, in need of no one. But you, our creator, fashioned us as one creation with many parts, connected intimately. Bless these gifts that we might put them to work for justice until we heal everything that breaches our connection with one another, until isolation is no longer and our sacred interconnection is restored. Amen. Friends, you may be seated. We have a great joy this morning as we are about to baptize. Tanya, would you come forward with all of your supporters? Thank you. Tanya, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> uh, when we were at the women's retreat together, I told her that I have a very good friend who pronounces it differently. And so you are now my very good friend, Tanya. Yes. Siblings in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All of this is God's gift offered to us without price. I present Tanya Keeley Sharp for baptism. And Tanya, we have a few questions to ask. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin? If so, say, I do. Tanya, do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? And if so, say, I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your savior? Put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, races, and gender identities. If so, say, I will. According to the grace given you, will you remain faithful members, member of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representative in the world? And if so, say, I will. And now to those of you who sponsor Tanya, will you support and encourage her in her Christian life? If so, say, I will. Members of our beloved church in person and online, 
Do you, as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment of Christ, and if so, say, we do. We do. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include Tanya, now before you, in your care? With God's God's help, help, we we will proclaim the good news and and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround Tanya with with a community of love and forgiveness that she may grow in her trust of God and be found faithful in her service to others. We will pray for her that she may be a true disciple who walks in the way that leads to life. Let us all together uh, join in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testament. Do you, beloved friends, believe in God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit? And if so, say, we do. We do. Friends, I invite you uh, to rise in ways that are meaningful for you in joining us in the liturgy of baptism. The Lord be with you. And and also also with with you. you. Let us pray. Eternal God, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept over the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. Sing Sing to to the the Lord Lord, all the earth. Tell of God's mercy every day. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Declare Declare Christ's works to the nations and his glory to among all the peoples. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and those who receive it, to wash away their sin and clothe them in righteousness throughout their lives, that dying and be raised with Christ they may share in his final victory. All All praise to you, eternal God, through through your Son, Jesus Christ, Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. Tanya, I baptize you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, known to us as creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Tanya, the Holy Spirit work within you, that being born through water and spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Friends, you may be seated. As is our tradition, we often offer a baptismal candle and a baptismal certificate. 
for you to remember your baptism, knowing that you are Christ's own forever. And now it is our great joy to welcome Tanya, our newest sibling in Christ. And please join in the response. Through baptism, Through baptism you, you are incorporated, incorporated by the Holy Spirit into God's new creation and made to share in Christ's royal priesthood. We are all one in Christ Jesus. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you as members of the family of Christ. The God of grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may live in grace and peace. Amen. Amen. Friends, we invite you during coffee hour to greet Tanya and convey all the ways in which we surround her with love. And we can applaud again. <laughs> We have a very festive communion bread today made by Kathy Carner, and there was an emergency text thread initiated late last week to say it's Pride Sunday, we need a rainbow loaf. <laughs> and uh, let me just tell you, this church comes through. <laughs> we have a very special rainbow loaf. But um, I have a joke that I must share um, that I heard yesterday. Forgive me, but it comes from a 15-year-old. I thought it was funny. What did the food critic say about the communion bread? I have no idea. What did they say? It tasted savory. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> That one goes out to all of our 15-year-olds. <laughs> Friends, this is Christ's table. All are invited to this table. All genders and sexual expressions, all people who bear the image of Christ. Your presence, dear friends, is requested. Your company is desired. Your wholeness and ever-becoming self is welcomed. The divine among us be within you. And, and also, also within you. you. We lift our spirits to the divine's shine. We, we lift, lift our light to meet the divine's brightness. brightness. We fill ourselves with gratitude. We, we embody an abundance of gratefulness. gratefulness. Divine protector, defender of life, your love for this world is everlasting. As oceans burn and species go extinct, our children are made vulnerable at school and our neighbors are denied at our borders. There is so much reason to despair. 
But you, O God, refuse to abandon us to destruction. Christ takes on flesh. In the midst of struggle, you are glimpses of hope, encounters of freedom, tastes of what satisfies when so much leaves empty. In these incarnate moments, we sense the closeness of your kingdom and sing our praise to you. Holy, holy, holy one, God of justice and love, heaven and earth are full of your wonder. Hosanna among us. You, O God, reorder the world into right relationship. You lift high those made low. You humble the arrogant. You hear the earth groaning under capitalism and consumption, and your fire burns in the hearts of your prophets. With this hope and assurance, we turn to the witness of Jesus, whose teachings reveal the way to liberation. We seek his wisdom. We practice his courage. We remember his radical commitment to love. On the night Jesus was unjustly arrested by the systemic structures of oppression and hatred, even as he saw the moment approaching, he chose to gather friends and share a meal. Letting his friends know where and when to meet him, he gathered wine and bread at the biggest table that he could find. And as they gathered, the table elongated and more arrived until all the faces he loved were present, until all presentations of the divine's image and gender and sexual or expressions were among them. In the overflow of love, in the delight of celebration, in the wonder of the vastness of personhood, a drag brunch ensued. Jesus and his friends gathered to see the kings and queens and those in drag among them, fawning and fanning themselves as they glided around the room, dancing and singing in the most bold of expressions of self, most fantastic reflections of the divine. Here, in the joy of gathering, exhilaration of life, and the deep peace of togetherness, Jesus sat delighted to be among his friends. Then John, Jesus' beloved, leapt from his seat to go behind the curtain and prepare to join the show. Upon emerging in drag, she leaned over and whispered in Jesus' ear, thank you for loving me. Jesus smiled and seeing the most beloved come fully alive for the first time. The celebration continued until amid the noise and clamor, amid the joy and elation of life most alive, Jesus took the bread in the middle of the table. He blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples, to his beloved ones, and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. May the joy among us now live amid you in my absence. May you remember to love one another, love yourself, and live in the abundant beauty of exactly who you are. After the meal, Jesus took the cup blessed it and shared it. 
saying, this cup that is poured out is the new covenant. This is to joy, to the possibilities among and within you, to the newness which will live among you in my presence. In remembrance of the love that gives us life, we proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ, Christ was birthed among us. Christ was executed among us. Christ rises again among us. May the Spirit come and settle upon these gifts, making this bread and this cup be for us a holy encounter, reminding us that Christ is with us, that resurrection is a promise granted to us, that the holy kingdom is always closer than we can imagine. May we be nourished, that we might nourish others. And now, my friends, in collective longing for a taste of your kingdom on earth, we join together in echoing the prayer of Jesus. Eternal Spirit, earth maker, pain bearer, life giver, source of all that is and that shall be, parent of us all, loving God in whom is heaven, the hallowing of your name echo through the universe, the way of your justice be followed by the peoples of the world. Your heavenly will be done by all created beings. Your commonwealth of peace and freedom sustain our hope and come on earth. With the bread we need for today, feed us. In the hurts we absorb from one another, forgive us. In times of temptation and test, strengthen us. From trials too great to endure, spare us. From the grip of all that is evil, free us. For you reign in the glory of the power that is love, now and forever. Amen. Friends, we'll be receiving communion through intinction today, which means you'll be receiving a piece of bread in your hand, and we'll invite you to dip it in the cup of juice and then consume it. Um, at the invitation of the ushers, you're invited to come forward and receive communion. If you would prefer to receive a blessing rather than partake in uh, bread and juice, you're invited to come forward with your arms crossed across your chest, and the pastors will offer a blessing for you. Uh, we do have gluten-free bread. If you uh, need that, please let the pastors know and we will uh, offer gluten-free bread. And if you need to receive communion at your seat for any reason, please let the ushers know and we will bring communion to you at the end. For those of you joining online, the body of Christ and the cup of love for you. Friends, the table is set and all are welcome.
Let us pray. Divine light, you shine most brightly in us when we are most fully ourselves. Your holiness awakens wholeness within us. With your image upon us, may we reveal the ever-expanding, ever-becoming table and an openness to the most profound possibilities of love. If we grow weary in love, may this meal live on as a reminder of what sustains us in seeking the flourishing you intend for us, our neighbors, and this planet. Keep our hearts tender, our spirits alive, and our senses attuned to the beauty that surrounds. With gratitude for your abiding presence, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Friends, we invite you to rise in ways that are meaningful for our closing hymn.
announcements. I will get Christine up and then Mia up and then we'll receive a blessing. Christine. Good morning, my name is Christy Gibson. I have been a part of the Bread for the World organization for a long time. Bread for the World is a collective Christian voice urging our U.S. Congress to end hunger at home and abroad. And today, I invite you to stop by the Advocates for Justice table as you exit the sanctuary and the coffee hour and sign your name and city to a letter to a Congress that has already been prepared. We are asking Congress to pass a strong bipartisan farm bill. It's up for renewal this year that will maintain a full access to the Supplemental Nutrition Aid Program known as SNAP. SNAP is a large part of the Farm Bill. Last year, more than 65% of SNAP participants were in households with children. 36% were in households with disabled or elderly persons and 41% were <clears throat> in working families. One in eight people in the state of Washington rely on SNAP to purchase food. This safety net is at risk for significant cuts, and we saw this week as the debt limit was resolved new work requirements have been added on to even older people that could restrict their access to benefits. Our letters will join with many other faith communities urging our government to make funding decisions that alleviate hunger and lift people out of poverty. I would like to and by quoting from part of the Bread for the World credo. When we turn faith into action, God uses our voices. Again and again, we win help and opportunity. Two fish become many. Five loaves become enough to feed a multitude. See you at the table during or after coffee hour. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Uh, and next we have an announcement from the source of the communion joke. I know, I know, thank you, thank you. Hello, I'm Mia Rue. I'm the senior patrol leader of Troop 319 that meets here in the church. This summer, me and 12 other people from, this, from my troop and Troop 312, which also meets here in the church, we will be going to Philmont. Does anyone here know what that is? Cool, cool. Yeah, it is a big old scout ranch, the holy grail of, of, scout, ranch, of scout camps, if you will. It's 
It's in New Mex Rocky Mountains of New Mexico, and it is around 140,000 acres. And so we'll be doing a 12-day trek at high altitude, but to, to go to Philmont we, is kind of expensive. For each person, we need just above $2,000 to go. And so this Saturday, we will be holding a garage sale from 10 to 4 at this church. Now, I would like, if you have any saleable items that you'd like to help donate for us to sell, uh, we would really appreciate that. If you want to ask, if you want more information about that, you can talk to me or some of the people waving over there. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we also if you just want to drop by, hang out, maybe shop around a little bit, we will have food there. I know, I know, food, it's the best incentive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mia. Yeah. Um, I will encourage you, uh, if you have something to drop off that you'd like to drop off before Saturday, you can do it just at Kennedy Hall where the food bank is located on Friday and uh, the folks who are sorting through it will go through it and put it on sale on Friday. We really hope the kids are able to raise all the money they need to hike Philmont this summer uh, and so we'll encourage you to participate in donating items or coming and buying items. Either way, 10 to 4 p.m. this Saturday. Thanks, Mia. There are also adoptable puppies. There are five of them. You know, just putting it out there, if you're looking to adopt puppies, they're very cute. And uh, the Rue family would encourage you to consider adopting them. <laughs> Friends, receive this blessing. Go in peace to bear witness to the love of God in this world, so that those for whom love is a stranger will find in you good and kind and generous friends. Go in peace to love and serve one another. Amen. Thank you.